Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about influencer marketing and social media in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark, head of marketing at Cure Media, and in this week's episode we have Christina Hermansson, CCO at Selbes, a company that started as a mail order company back in 1954 and it has developed to become one of Sweden's leading e-commerce companies within clothing and home textile. We'll talk about challenges and success factors along this amazing transformation journey, how Celebus work with diversity and inclusivity as two integral parts of their business, and how they use social media and influencers to reach and attract their audience, which has slightly more life experience than the Gen Zs and Millennials. Hi, Christina, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. So great to have you here. And for those of the listeners who don't know so much about you or Selbes, can you just start by telling us something about you, who you are, and what's your role at Selbes? Yes, I'm Christina Hermansen, and I am the CCO at Selbes which is a fashion e from 1954. It started as a traditional mail order company here in Borås. And today we operate on nine markets and we have a turnover on approximately 700 million, 800 before COVID. Hmm. And as a CCO, I have the honor to work with four great teams within marketing and sales, e-com, customer retention and the creatives. And I have been in the fashion industry for 20 years now, working with international brands, focusing on marketing, branding, sales strategies. And my role at Selbus was very clear when CEO Charlotte Nudian hired me four years ago. I had two 
clear main tasks. And the first was the team. Subbers used to be organized in smaller teams and everybody working with marketing was not on the same department and had no or very little cooperation. So we have reorganized the company structure to get everybody within marketing to work together. And we also developed a clear marketing strategy and marketing plan. And when this was done, we were able to coordinate all communication in all channels to make the brand much more clear and distinct to the customer. And working as a team with a clear strategy and goal is one of the key factors for success we at Selbus have had the last years, I would say. And the second goal she gave me was uh, to increase brand awareness. So after only a few months, we launched a new communication strategy. We are Selbus. And this was based on our company mission that is in an inspiring including and sustainable way, strengthen women's self-esteem. And to this, we added our brand promise, Outfits You Love Every Day. And we also added our unique selling point that we offer size 34 to 64 on all Selbus collection. And most brands have 36 to 46. Some brands have a plus size collection up to 52. But to offer 34 to 64 is really unique. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Four exciting years, in other words. And it's definitely, definitely. Just, just the beginning. Yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you, you told us a little bit about this transformation journey that you have been going through and that you are on right now. Um, and as you said, Selbus has been going through this extensive transformation, moving from being a leader within mail order. Uh, to become a full-fledged e-commerce company. So what would you say have been the main key factors to success along this journey? Yeah, I think uh, two key factors has been working with the team and working with our communication concept, as we talked about before. But I also think focusing on the transformation journey uh, is to focus on your target group, to stay true to your customer and the transformation journey for Selbus started already a couple of years ago, and we had a long-term strategy of how to do this step by step. But then when COVID hits us, we had to act a lot faster than planned. So when all social events are cancelled, working from home doesn't require the same outfits, we lost sales, and we had to cut costs and were forced to let many colleagues leave and make a reorganization. And we had to cut marketing costs and due to a complete new baseline with resources, both in people and time, as well as the budget and the money, we had to change the marketing and sales strategy and we had to change it really quick. And we knew that many customers really appreciated our catalog. And she sat down in a favorite chair with a cup of coffee and looked into all the mm -hmm. news in the collection. Yeah. And we knew that this was really important for her. But looking into the data, we also knew that 90% of the catalog was thrown away. And that's a huge part of the marketing budget. So we had 10% from the customers converting from the catalog. And 80% of those made the order online. And today, one year later, this number has really increased a lot. So it's actually 90% now. Wow. But yeah, it's a lot. Mm. 
But based on the data, we could see that a great part had already been transformed from a, from a traditional mail order customer to a modern online shopper already. Mm. So even if we knew that we had a group of customers that would be disappointed when we decreased our catalog, we also knew based on the data that the return on the marketing spend would be much more efficient in other channels. Yeah, it's always hard to kill your darlings. It course. is, yeah. But we had to change the marketing strategy. We had to reallocate the budget. Uh, we invested in the digital marketing and also in our site. So we are right now in a huge project, changing platform as well as payment, delivery options. And this autumn, we will new, launch a new site. And even with our new marketing plan, we still reach our customers with print because we know some of them really like this. But we do eight smaller catalogs today instead of 15 big ones as we used to. So it's less than 20% uh, is left on print. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a huge change in a business strategy because ever since Selba started 1954, which is nearly 70 years ago, it started as a traditional mail order company where the catalog has been the main marketing for so many years. But I think that a key learning from this transformation journey is to stay close to your customer and keep developing and keep challenging your strategies because the world and their competitors and the customers, they don't sit still. And uh, I think it's, it's uh, you can't make the, the decision based on yesterday's truth. Mm. And that's, um, that's important. And today, getting both data and always developing uh, to get that into the company culture is really essential. And uh, for that, we need, of course, engaged employees to continue to develop, try, evaluate the data and learn and always have the focus on the customer. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's very inspiring to hear how you how you acted so fast during the pandemic because many companies were maybe not as fast in changing their processes and changing the uh, you know team structure everything um and that also made you come out strong after exactly. the pandemic. Exactly. Which is very impressive. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was, uh, for us, it was important to do it quick because we lost sale that quick and we had to react to it. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. So I know that you have been working with influence marketing in one way or another for a while, but you recently chose to implement influence marketing as one of your main marketing channels and in a different way than before. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that decision and that, um, yeah, that move? Yes. Well, I had meetings with both Cure and other influence marketing agencies when I started at Service four years ago. And we got lots of exciting suggestions, of course. But looking into the data again, uh, we could see that our customers didn't follow that many influencers. She were active on Facebook and a few of them also on Instagram, but they used social media to be social with people they knew, like friends and family. So we chose to work with user-generated content instead and with the goal that the posts in our social media should be from our customers, 
And we also started Celibus Ambassadors. All women who have been in our campaign, we are Celibus, to let them be our influencers. So actually, we set up a micro-influencer strategy already at 17, even though the trend was the opposite. A lot of companies used well-known macro-influencer at that time. Yeah. But the challenge we met and still do is that our customer is not that comfortable and used to taking selfies and posting images of herself or even that interested in creating all the focus about her. And that's actually part of why we have our mission in an inspiring, including and sustainable way, strengthening women's self-esteem. Because these women are the most fantastic and caring moms, daughters, sisters, friends, but they are often hidden in the background. And we want to put them in the spotlight and let them know how great and fantastic they are. And uh, by dressing in clothes that makes you comfortable and safe, we want our customers to feel as confident as they deserve. And my dream is for service to be a community and a platform where all our visitors feel welcome and that our mission really becomes true and today you work with cure and micro influencers as part of the influencer strategy and it's interesting as you say a couple of years ago it was much focus on, in the industry on the celebrities and the big famous people but yeah. today it's a lot about ordinary people people like you and me who have yep. nine to five jobs and you know yeah uh, live just like anyone else. so And that fits our brand much better. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Goes hand in hand in how you use ordinary people uh, yeah. in your commercials. Definitely. Speaking of diversity and inclusivity, uh, those are two very important topics today. Um, can you tell us a bit more about how you at Selbus work with these areas, for example, in your marketing strategy? Yes. Um... Our communication concept, We Are Selbus, really has focus on diversity and inclusivity. So even if it started four years ago, as you say, these topics are of great importance today. And I'm glad they are uh, and that more fashion brands are following and showing a wider range today. And we did the first local casting and photo shoot in April 17 with Summer Party in Mjölby. <laughs> And the campaign was launched in May in all channels, and we used it in site, newsletter, printed catalog. Uh, And we made a research of what our customers like to do on the spare time for the creative strategy. And we also made a research on what media channels she, uh, she uses. So we learned she loves to read and was a big consumer of print. So the concept... uh, We launched in lots of magazines. So we bought the first spread in all the magazines she read uh, in all our markets. And we did that every week in four months. And then we launched our second campaign at the hairdresser in Skövde. And we did exactly the same. We placed it in all our own channels. Uh, But we also added buses and we also added influence marketing here. So we invited an influencer that really was a hairdresser from Kvöbde. So she was visiting the campaign and the food shoot, and then she launched it in her channels. So we have tried uh, some influencer marketing even before. And uh, 
This development of the campaign has never quit. We've tried lots of media channels, evaluated, kept the best ones and learned. And we have done a program also hosted by Influencert called Model for a Day, where we follow the women from casting to trying out the new outfits, getting the hair and makeup done, and all through the food shoot. And for that, we tried YouTube as a new channel for us. So during the years, uh, we have used the campaign in lots of different media channels, and we have done everything from delivery bags, small candy boxes, large billboards. Mm. And uh, today we have done 17 campaigns with this theme and uh, are still developing the concept and testing new channels. And that's what we will continue to do. And the days when we visit a new city, get to meet the customers, these fantastic local women in their daily life, meet them from casting and later on for the food shoot, Mm. These are truly the best days at work. It's uh, it's fantastic to work with these women. Yeah, I can imagine. I was so happy uh, the other day when I visited your website and saw my friend's mom in one ah. of the pictures. So yeah. it's really like people, ordinary people. It's amazing. It is. They are they are for real. Yeah, definitely. And I also think it's it's interesting how you combine so many different channels and integrate them in a good way because that's all most often the challenge when you work with um, um, so many different channels to make them really um, integrated and working as a whole it is and that's uh, that is challenging to get the communication to be coordinated but also to get the channel to be specific mm. uh, yeah so i think yeah to no, find the balance Exactly, and knowing what drives what in yep. terms of results. Definitely. So, yeah, speaking of your target audience, so many still associate social media and influence marketing with the younger generations, such as Gen Z and the millennials. But you and Selbes have proven that it works just as fine when you have a slightly older target audience. So how do you resonate around this and how do you meet the customer's changed consumption behavior? Yes, uh, I think it's easily done wanting to follow the trends on the market when everybody's talking about the great success these new brands has with social media, influence marketing, collabs. Yeah. But I still believe staying close to your customer and be present where she is is a key in successful marketing. And for us at Selbus, it wasn't until now that our customers were ready for this transformation. And because today, after COVID, our target audience became much more digital. And in the research before we set up the marketing plan for 21, she had an increased digital presence. So all digital marketing, both performance and social, became the major part of our marketing spend. And our target audience is today following Influencer which gives us the opportunity to be much more present in these channels as well. Yeah. So that's why we launched our influence cooperation with you guys at Cure this spring. Mm. And the result, uh, yeah, our goal was to increase brand awareness and to reach new customers. And in these four months, we have got 13 million reach in four markets. And 70% of the orders have been from new customers. So we are really happy for this. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. 
And then another important reason for doing influence marketing was to get inspiring content for our own channels, both social, newsletters, sites. And that's been really successful. It's so great to see when other people, all these fantastic influencers, are styling and dressing up in Selva's collection in new ways. Yeah. Uh, and we have an increase in our user-generated content, and we have doubled our followers on Instagram this month. Wow. And we, yeah, awesome. <laughs> it is. And we still have 10 times more followers on Facebook than Instagram. But we can see a clear trend that our customers is moving in social media and are following much more influencers today. And the last reason for doing influence marketing for us was to let the influencer inspire our ambassadors and customers to get the courage to post their own images and be part of our community. And by that, helping us to be this community and platform where all our visitors really feel welcome and that our mission again becomes true. That's great. I think you guys are doing a great job in being relevant to your audience and really getting to know them and changing how you communicate in line with what they want instead of what you think is the way to go. Yeah, I think uh, speaking to the customer and listening to what she wants, as well as looking into the data, is really important. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christina, for visiting the podcast and sharing so much inspiration and insights into how you and Selvas work with communication and reaching your target audience. Thank you so much for having me. And if the listeners want to find out more about Selvas and see all these amazing content that you post, where should they go? They should go to our website, selvas.se, if they are in Sweden. And uh, of course, our Instagram and Facebook pages. Great. Have a lovely day and thank you so much. Yeah, the same to you. Thank you.